0: Copley Square, in many ways, captures the menagerie of issues reproductive justice includes. The buildings that surround this grassy patch in the heart of the city, including the beautiful Boston Public Library and the Trinity Church, echo the chants of hundreds of protests, vigils, actions, and formal and informal public debates held here that have contributed to the ongoing struggle for reproductive justice like the pro-choice march and rally that happened here on March 16, 1981, or the memorial vigils for those murdered in the abortion clinics attacks. Walk around this square and imagine yourself mingling with decades' worth of activists fighting for access to reproductive health care, legal protections, economic mobility, social justice, education. In this space, we again can see the intersection of the many threads that make up the larger quilt of reproductive justice. Folks marching against racism, sexism, homophobia, transphobia, economic inequality, police violence. They stood and marched and rallied and held candlelights, vigils, here, where you are standing and walking. They did those things because they imagined a better future, in which more choices were available. And that is really what is at the heart of reproductive justice. To make more choices available. To assume that all parents need some kind of support, and that needing support isn't proof of unfitness to parent. That becoming a parent should be a true choice for themselves, but also for future generations. Imagine bumping into these protesters and activists of the past. Imagine the bullhorns and chants and prayers and moments of silence and singing and laughing. All of it. Here, our tour culminates in this truth. Reproductive justice is a verb. It is the act of dreaming and making and doing. It is a collective action as well as a goal. My hope is that this tour has expanded your understanding of what reproductive justice is, what different political issues factor into the reproductive justice landscape. I hope I have not only broadened your thinking on this definition, but also on the cast of characters involved. We started this walk with a cacophony of voices pushing us off the Capitol steps out into this city. And though we were able to pull out some singular voices to explore important issues within reproductive justice, the reality is reproductive justice debates are happening all around us, all the time. If we were to commemorate every place that hosted an important conversation, debate, protest, medical breakthrough, or procedure, we would have literally thousands of sites just here in this city. I know, because I've done the research. In putting together this walk, I spent three months in Boston, looking through hundreds of archival collections and talking to dozens of activists. I mapped more than 300 sites that could have been included in this walk. With the help of librarians, geographers, research assistants, and Google Maps, I settled on these eight stops, because they allowed me to expand the meaning of reproductive justice to the most to include the most diverse set of people, voices, and issues. These eight stops also threaded a sort of cartographic needle that has allowed me to weave together voices and groups strewn across most of Boston and often separated by the chasms of racism and classism that slice through and divide this landscape, all within a manageable distance for a single walk. I would like to thank... Undergraduate research assistants Jasmine Parmley and Italy Odell, sound engineers Eleanor Hyde, Jeffrey Gardner, and John White, university librarians and scholars Rachel Guberman and Joan Alacqua, the entire staff of the Schlesinger Library, the Countway Library, the Boston Public Library, the Northeastern University Library, and dozens of individual activists and nonprofits. Specifically, I would like to thank. Jennifer Potter, Judy Norsigian, Liz Coolidge, Bill Baird, Marlene Freed, Brittany Charlton, and Sally Dean, whose interviews provided many of the voices you've heard on this tour. You also heard clips from The Dr. Phil Show at CBS, ABC News with Meredith Fiera, and WGBH Boston Public Television. This project would not have been possible without the funding from the Mellon-Slesinger Summer Research Fellowship, the Whiting Foundation Seed Grant and the Hall Center for the Humanities at the University of Kansas. Last but not least, I would like to thank you for walking with me. This is the end of our audio walk, but hopefully just another step in the larger march for reproductive justice.